1: Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome to the official pod. We are presented by WinBet. Betting is a team sport. Bet together at WinBet. Eric Allen, Anthony Beck, Eric Coleman. The 2022 NFL draft is underway, and it's underway in a big way for the New York Jets. How about today where in the first round, they draft Sauce Gardner with number four selection. They come back at number 10 and get Garrett Wilson from Ohio State, the dynamic playmaking receiver. And then Joe Douglas trades up in round one, Anthony, and gets
3: Jermaine Johnson, a pass rusher out of Florida State, at number 26 overall. I really think they got three players that were top ten players. I mean, honestly, when you look at the haul that they got, you know, Joe Douglas talked about they started making calls of 15, which means that there was you got to have value for a guy to make calls of 15. So to me, they had him in a top 10, and I think a lot of people across the league, you know, for whatever reason, I don't know, it was just because of a need thing. But you look at those three players right there, you could have easily picked Johnson at 10, and just in, he, some so there was some mock drafts that had him, you know, four. Right. I mean, so uh, it's impressive, man. I, you know, I'm excited. I'll be honest with you. You know, usually, you know, when you when you go through the draft and the process and, you know, you're trying to find the right pieces and you're trying to get excited about different things, well, you know, one pick, you get it, and that's it. A lot of teams just have one pick in the first round. You're like, all right, I got a guy. But to get three guys like that that are, to me, should make instant impacts for your football team. I mean, instant. Like, it. Right. it they better because that's what they've shown. I mean, you're talking about the best defensive player in the ACC. You're talking about arguably the best – Arguably the best receiver in the entire draft. Mm -hmm. And then corner-wise, you know, again, the number one corner on the board in in a lot of people's minds. uh, That's a heck of a haul.
1: E, how about this? At the beginning of that day-ending news conference, should be night-ending news conference, it's nearly midnight here, Robert Sala looked at the reporters and he gave a nod towards Joe Douglas and said, he's awesome.
4: Oh, man. (laughs) It's wonderful to see the chemistry. that that those two have and and the bond that they have and how they're on the same page. You you talk about what kind of players that you need uh, to to change your organization. They're bringing those guys in. They've been bringing them in. They're changing the culture. They're bringing in playmakers, guys who love the game of football. Uh, You know, listening to Sauce Gardner uh, on his interviews, how humble he is, how thankful he is to be in this position, and how he can't wait. To get inside the locker room and learn from his teammates, that's the kind of guys that you need in your locker room. Hard workers, uh, big time playmakers. Uh, you, know, Garrett, you know, Garrett Wilson, you know, another big time playmaker, guy who can run every route, who's played inside, he's played outside. He has great leaping ability. Uh, then you bring Johnson, uh, an edge rusher. You know, this, it was just an all around win for the Jets. A plus today, they won yeah, the first it has round. To be
3: A-plus. You can't give an A. Yeah. It's got to be an A-plus. Well, you were giving them yeah. an A-plus even if before anybody, they got Johnson. Listen, if anybody, <laughs> if any, oh, any, yeah. any of them gurus out there don't give them an A-plus, then they're they're clearly they're a hating. mistake. They're haters. <laughs> I, I don't even care if I work. It's not about working for the Jets or being on Jets. They get an A-plus. That's right. what they did. Joe Douglas did a great job. His staff did a great job. And, and to get Johnson at the end and make those moves, I think that's it, awesome. It's
1: wild to me that they started making those calls at fifteen. It, and they eventually got it done with that trade with Tennessee yeah. at 26, and he was still there. Yeah,
3: I mean, look, they, they got, got to as be. much intel as anybody else. I mean, uh, the, the kid is the best player in the ACC defensively. He's the most – when you look at what he did from from a pass rusher standpoint, outside of Hutchinson, he was the most productive with TFLs and sacks. Uh aggressive, violent. I think he's the most violent pass rusher of Mm. all the guys uh, that are are in this draft. And, uh, you know, he's got a lot of production. I think that's important. You talk about corners, have production, interceptions, pass defending, tackles. You talk about getting uh, a receiver that has touchdowns and big-time plays in a big-time division, right? And then you also look at a guy that can pass rush, go get the quarterback, sacks, TFLs, making tackles behind the line of scrimmage. These guys check every box you want That's why I just feel like they got three top ten players in this draft. All
1: right, we went live after the first two picks for our Jets overtime special, but we weren't able to get in an interview that Caroline Hendershot had with Jermaine Johnson after the 26th pick. But fortunately for us here on the podcast, we're going to take a look at that right now.
2: Here with Jermaine Johnson, the New York Jets' 26th pick overall. Jermaine, how does it feel to know you got into the first round with pick number 26? It
5: feels amazing, and the best part about it is that the Jets came and got me. Um, Like I told everyone, it was my favorite visit on my 30 visits, and we just clicked. So I'm excited to bring everything I have to offer to the Jets.
2: What does that mean to you that the Jets traded up to come and get you?
5: it means everything it means that you're going where you're wanted you're not just oh well you're the best thing left they're like no we want him right so i'm going somewhere where i'm wanted and you know vice versa
2: i know this has been a long journey for you you started it at independence community college went to georgia finally found your home at florida state how much does it mean to you that you've finally gotten to this point
5: uh it's it's like kind of hitting right now uh so i don't know i'm sure it'll hit while i'm flying back um, but it means so much, man. Uh, it's so much has been poured into this goal, this journey of mine, and it's not just me either. You know, I got my beautiful family here as well, and obviously the one up above. So um, it's just it, it means a lot, and it's coming full circle.
2: If you could look back and tell younger Jermaine yeah. what this journey would be like and how it ended up, what would you tell him?
5: Buckle up, but um, it's definitely going to be worth it. So don't ever give up.
2: Now, when you did your pre-draft visits, you mentioned you loved the Jets the most. What did Joe Douglas and Robert Sala say, how you could fit in with the Jets, and what you could bring to this
5: team? It's just uh, they they really loved me at my position, I'm not going to lie. But they they knew, they they see how I play football. It's very evident on film. And them, the Jets being uh, one of the only organizations running that defensive scheme they run in the league today, I fit it. And you know they they are just raving about it, and you know they're raving about not only that and, and my play on the field, but me as a person, you know, and me as a man. That that meant everything, and I can't I can't wait to just come here and give everything I got to the Jets.
2: When you think of New York, what comes to mind?
5: Uh, you know, my dad's from New York. Yeah, my dad and uh, my dad's side of family is from Brooklyn. So just kind of home. <laughs> it's home now, really.
2: What's the most the biggest thing you're most excited about?
5: Hmm. Building a relationship with my teammates for sure. Building a relationship in that locker room with my coaches, you know, with everybody in the organizations, even yourself. Um, just just becoming a, a true tight knit family.
2: Awesome. Congratulations. We can't wait to see you in the green
5: and white. <laughs> Me either, coach Chet.
1: How cool is that? Jermaine Johnson's dad's family, Brooklyn, Brooklyn based. So he's got New York connections already.
4: Coming back home, coming back home to the roots.
1: (laughs) All right, so he said the system was perfect for him. Great Mm -hmm. job on the interview there by Caroline, who did a fantastic job for us uh, throughout night one here. But the wide nine, when he's talking wide nine Mm -hmm. scheme, what does that mean?
4: He's talking about the the shade of the defensive ends uh, outside. Uh, So when you play a wide nine, when you're lined up against a tight end, most of the time you're in a seven technique, which is the outside shoulder pad of that tight end. The wide nine, you step out a whole nother. Man, and you're out there wide. We played it in Detroit. Uh, it gives the pass rusher a great angle. Uh, to get to the ball, it also forces, forces the defense, the offense's hand. If you're a tight end and you're blocking the defensive end, you have to go do it now. So now everyone else can play fast. As a safety, I'm watching the tight end. He goes and blocks. I know I'm coming up in run support, and there's no hesitation. So, you know, it, it really does help you play faster if you have the right eyes. And, uh, and I think with a player like Jermaine Johnson playing that technique, he's going to make a lot of plays.
3: Did you all see that stat, 70 tackles for a D end? <laughs> yeah that line- seriously he's that, good that that's ball. like off that all power five player that's off the charts like that's a linebacker like you know a, a decent linebacker number yeah. 70 70 tackles like seriously kid the kid's a pass rusher he can play the run that's a lot of production man i mean yeah you, you can't fake 70 tackles you know and, and you know there's there's a lot of talent in the acc so it's a big pick man i'm telling you this kid could be special i hope he is i all these guys are potential. The number one pick all the way down to the last pick of the draft, but, man, these guys showed up in college, and, and this kid's uh, going to be fun to watch. Well, can
1: we talk big picture along that defensive line now? You're add Jermaine Johnson to the mix. We did not see Carl Lawson play last year. He's coming off the Achilles, but he was the best player on the field here throughout the summer. Imagine. Oh, yeah. So you add him on the outside. You got John Franklin Myers. You extended him yeah. during yeah. <laughs> the year. It's a guy who can play outside, then shift inside. No in sub packages. You do have Quinn and Clinton. Williams, one of the most talented young defensive tackles in football. Sheldon
3: Rankin's here as well. I mean, third down should be fun. Oh I, mean, man. I know, right? I mean, yeah. having those guys pass rushing.
4: And then, and then you got guys, I mean, as a defensive back, you got those guys pass rushing. I know if I'm Sauce, so I'm playing corner. I'm jumping everything because the quarterback only has a little bit of time to make that decision, and, and it works hand-in-hand. Hand. The coverage, the pass rush, they're going to help each other out.
1: Yeah, but how about the upgrades in the secondary? Oh, because it's beautiful. You get D.J. Reed in free agency. You draft Sauce Gardner. You had some young cornerbacks get valuable time last year. We saw Bryce Hall take some strides. You Brandon Eccles, the Jets mm-hmm. love Michael Carter. Javelin Guidry's there as a depth piece as well. I mean, Jordan Whitehead signs at the safety position. You bring back LaMarcus Joyner. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: Whitehead. Yeah. Whitehead. I mean, I, look, folks, I, I'm <laughs> just telling you, I, Whitehead was one of the best safeties in football last year. I don't care what you – the money doesn't matter. Whatever it is, I, I, I watch the kid every week. He's one of the better safeties in the league last year from a grade standpoint. There's a lot of great additions. Uh, I'm excited to see this young man. I and mean, clearly, you know, we six three. But to have the speed, to have the, the, the instincts and the ability that he has coming from a program that quite honestly, all they've done is win. That's yep. so all he's done is win since he's been there. It's a, it's a, and it's he's a, a football player. player. He yeah, loves yeah, to exactly. come
4: up and tackle, run support. He plays every facet of the game. bump and bump and run. He plays off coverage. You know he comes up and run support. He can blitz off the corner. I mean, this is a, this is a guy there's a lot of tools. There, and, there's and there's <laughs> a
1: lot of pieces here. People should not be sleeping on the Jets. Maybe it's good if they're sleeping on the oh, Jets. Yeah. I, I think we're going back to Vegas now because Caroline Hendershot shot. Talked to Garrett Wilson after he was selected.
2: Here with the New York Jets' number 10 overall pick, Garrett Wilson. Garrett, it's been a long journey to get to this point. How does it feel? What are the emotions running through your head right now?
7: Yeah, I mean, it's so much emotion. It's honestly hard to describe. Um, you know, it took me a while to to really, you know, think about what, what was going on and um, put some good thoughts to it. You know, it's it's just such a blessing. And, um, you know, I, I really haven't, it hasn't hit me yet is what I mean by that, so, yeah.
2: What do you think got you to this point and has allowed you to fulfill your dream of playing in the NFL?
7: Yeah, I mean, the people around me. Um, you know, I was blessed with, the, you know, an ability. And, you know, it takes a whole family to, to get someone here. And, um, you know, I was blessed to have a family that, that did that for me. So, you know, to have them here on that night as well um it was really special but um you know a lot of a lot of long days you know and the family was was there for all of it
2: the bracelets you're wearing today say humble over hype why do you wear these
7: yeah because um you know it, i think it i think it's what i it's what i want to live by it's what i um you know want to embody and you know i feel like if you're humble you know that that can take you a long way itself and um you know i feel like i do a pretty good job of being humble
2: what would you tell the young Garrett Wilson, who just fell in love with the game of football from a young age, about your journey up until this point?
7: Yeah, I mean, I would tell him, keep going. It only gets wilder. Um, you know, I, I was like I said, I've, I've been blessed to play football since I was five years old. And, um, you know, the, this has always been my dream. And uh, if I would have guessed where I was at, you know, this, this is where I would be at. And it's just such, so awesome to think about. Um, I would have told him, keep going.
2: When you talked to Joe Douglas and Robert Saul in the pre-draft process, what did they say that you could bring to the Jets?
7: Yeah, um, you know they 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 liked my tape, but they also liked the way I um, approached the game, and you know they liked the way that I that I thought about the game, and I feel like you know that that had a lot to do with it. They could tell that I was a football guy, and um, you know I think that that had a lot to do with you know them them taking me at, at ten maybe.
2: Are you excited to play in Coach Michael LaFleur's offense?
7: I'm really excited. Um, you know, spending some time in the meeting room with him. Uh, you know, I could tell tell that he really loves the game. You know, he eats, eats sleeps and drinks the game. And, uh, you know, I just can't wait to get in his offense and see, you know, and learn and just be a part of the team.
2: Now, how excited are you for some Wilson to Wilson receptions from quarterback Zach Wilson?
7: Yeah, no, I'm really excited to uh, meet Zach Wilson and, you know, start building up some chemistry, get out there, run some routes and, um, you know, but like I said build our chemistry and you know hopefully it carries into the season you know so I'm really excited to to uh, meet him
2: and what's the biggest thing you are looking forward to about playing on the New York Jets
7: uh the fans and just the the energy that's that's in the uh you know the MetLife Stadium I could already tell that you know um the Jet fans are really passionate about the Jets and um that they really love their players and I just can't wait to you know bring them some some good uh, good memories
2: congratulations we're so happy to have you in New York
7: thank you I'm happy to be here
1: Good stuff from Caroline and new Jets receiver Garrett Wilson. What are you thinking tonight if you're Zach Wilson?
3: (laughs) You got a stud coming your way. Another weapon, another piece. Uh, You know, Elijah Moore, I think, is excited to get on the field and and put in another big year. But uh, I think the biggest thing for me with Wilson is, you know, the, the kid finds ways to get open. Not a lot of contested catches in his game, very sharp in his receiver routes, yeah. uh, his movements coming out of his breaks. He's get he gets to the end zone, which is huge. I think twenty plus touchdowns.
1: Twenty-three touchdowns in thirty three games, a. Yeah.
3: B. I mean that's I mean come on man, like that's that's pretty good. So uh, you know he, he's 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 the best receiver in the draft. He's gotta be. I mean Jameson Williams we talked about him if he didn't have the injury he'd be there, but he's injured. So now you get a guy right now comes on the field, uh, yards per catch for almost 150 catches over 15 yards that's pretty good so uh, he was a stud he had a bunch of stud receivers and tight ends on that team with him but man he was the go-to guy and um, you know I think he's a very gifted player and I think he's gonna do a good job
1: what do you think about what he does to this receiver group that includes the aforementioned Elijah Moore you got Corey Davis you got Braxton Berrios back in the mix Denzel Mims has been we've heard good reports uh, from Joe Douglas about what he's doing this off-season, but they talk about not only front-line but also the depth.
4: Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of depth now. Uh, you have an excellent route runner, another. Third down weapon who can move the chains, but a playmaker who can catch a quick slant, they can take it 80. A guy who can go in the red zone and make the tough catches, uh, someone who's just going to who's going to be another spark plug, and, and I think that's just going to motivate everyone to continue to get better. You bring back Braxton Berrios, you know Elijah Moore is a young receiver who showed a, a, a ton of potential uh, and showed a, a lot of great plays that he can make. When you add in a Garrett Wilson, it's just going to make everyone's game pick up. And it's just going to be dynamic as far as what Zach Wilson can do. The
1: well, is really coming together because you had Lincoln Tomlinson. Oh, He's going to play yeah. left guard for you. He was a pro bowler last year with the San Francisco 49ers. You move Elijah Vera Tucker over to right guard. You, Two had, tight ends. you had a pair of tight ends.
3: Two tight to, ends. So Two security blankets. And, and
1: this offense is predicated on a mm-hmm. run
3: game, correct? Yes, yeah, security blankets. Um, you know, Zach can take some big strides. I think it's key for him. Continue to put in the work in the offseason. Like we talked about this on some of the shows leading into the draft. Uh, we need to see a big jump. You know, it's not pressures on. It's just that's the expectation level when you're a top pick and you're a quarterback. And there's a lot of quarterbacks in the league right now that are young that are playing well. So he has now – this offensive line, if they don't move, do another thing moving forward, is a top 11, 12 offensive line. Right. They should be, in my opinion. So, and then it only should enhance the run game, like you said. And let's see what else they do in the draft here the next couple of days. But man, if they just ended today, uh, you'd be happy, let's right? Win. You'd be let's happy. Win.
1: Yeah. Uh, how much pressure can this offense put on you now? Because you do have, Lusama, Conklin at the tight end position. So you can you got flexibility, versatility, options for Michael Fleur. Mm-hmm. But then you got all these receivers. And the other thing about Garrett Wilson that I love is that he played slot in two thousand twenty. Mm-hmm. He played outside last year and he took it up another level playing outside. But if you ever want to move him inside,
4: hey, no problem. I, I mean, you have a ton of versatility as far as what you can do in your offense. You can go 12 personnel, split Conklin out as a receiver because he's that athletic and he does a great job running routes. Uh, You know, you have Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, uh, Corey Davis. You know, there's so many weapons out there that you can get versatile in what you're doing offensively, motions, keep defenses on their heels and just continue to attack. So I think you know you keep that run game going. You start off with the run game. Then you add some sprinkles of flavor in there. Take some deep shots with all these talented receivers. And uh, the defenses are going to be on their heels. Quarterback is key. Quarterback is key. Yeah, up. you keep on yeah. coming back. I, I, well, That's just true. listen. True. He's got yeah, to right. have a big
3: offseason. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be big. You know, uh, the timing, getting these guys in, working with them, throwing. We know he's doing that. And I always talk about that classroom side. You know, just you know, understanding the mistakes and the things that you need to get better on and limiting those things and then hit the layups, man. There are going to be a lot of layups with, these, yeah. with this crew. Yeah. Hit the layups and, you know, sky's the limit. This is
1: a totally different situation than when Robert Sala took over last January. This team hasn't taken the strides in terms of the wins and losses, but you're seeing the roster really come together. And now the W's are going to follow.
4: Absolutely. I mean, it takes time to build a culture. It takes time to to put the right pieces in position, and they're slowly doing it. You know, Joe Joe Douglas has done a great job building this offensive line, and that's where it starts, at the line of scrimmage. You know, offensively, can you dominate the line of scrimmage? Defensively, can you play in the opposing team's backfield? And then you add those other weapons, and and they've got them. Uh,
1: I want to ask you, we're going to end today on Sauce Gardner. But before we get to Caroline one final time in Vegas, that's how we're going to close this pod. Uh, What do you think about tomorrow now? You have the 38th overall selection. Let me throw some names at you, see if anything uh, pops out. Mm N'Kobe Dean from Georgia, undersized linebacker, very good player. Malik Willis, obviously the Jets aren't looking for a quarterback. We know we know uh, who he is. Brees Hall, the was. running back from <laughs> Iowa State. Should I stop right there? I, well, uh, yeah,
3: I mean, <clears throat> look, I, running back, safety, mm-hmm. linebacker. Who, who's the best, highest guy that's there? Uh, I, I, and I really think at if if let's just say okay, Brees Hall, Dean, they are better than that. Thirty eighth is a thirty eighth pick. Yes, mm-hmm. they're better than that. So you're getting a better player there with all three of those guys. Now, what do you need the most? I mean, you know, Brees can do it all now. Uh, he can run any scheme. Mm. He can catch. Uh, just a, a super, super productive. And, I, you know, the last couple of running backs that's come out of Iowa State are still playing at a high level in the league. Uh, Montgomery and, uh, oh, boy, uh, the other guy. Slipping my name, uh, slipping my mind right now. But you know they—they've been really—you uh, know these guys come in ready to run because of the style of offense that they have at Iowa State. Uh, Nakobe Dean is like a bioengineer scientist, whatever it is. Yeah. I got to check it out. The guy's super smart, and he's got instincts like out the wazoo. I mean, he, I watched him live. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy is literally—he was the leader of the best defense in yes. the country. Yes. He was the leader, right? Right. And then you got E.
1: Let me throw these names at you because A.B. jumped on the guys in the positions of need here. You have Jaquan Brisker, impressive safety from Penn State. Brees Hall, the running back from Iowa State. Chad Muma, the linebacker, ultra-athletic linebacker from Wyoming, still out there. Also, Troy Anderson, speaking of a great athlete from Montana State, the kid just ran a, a, a ridiculous number, and he played multiple positions there at Montana State. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? What do you What yeah. do you think about some of those names? Jalen Petrie from Baylor. They're going to get a good player. Yeah,
3: you are. going to get better. So you're looking at five guys yeah. that can help. you. Right, I remember. Uh, excuse me. Your guy Christian four, Harris. Is four still, guys. Christian Harris is still out there they're, too. They're going to get. They're going to get four guys <laughs> that are that that should be starting next year. So yeah, I, think, I mean, when you talk I mean, about Muma,
4: you, you look at guys like like Fred Warner. And Bobby Wagner, just great athletes who play with reckless abandon, who do a great job in the middle of this defense. I I mean, we got a good one in CJ Mosley, but you could always use some help. Give him a partner.
0: Yeah, Yeah. give him a partner.
1: But Joe Douglas is going to sleep well tonight. Most times, I think. As he should. I (laughs) I think most times after a draft, you're probably a little bit charged up. And he has the right to be charged up. But I I watched him during that news conference, and it it wasn't a cocky smile, but you could tell he was feeling pretty good because he just added some big-time pieces to this team.
3: (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's a home run. Home (laughs) run. You know, he had a home run draft last year, and it's the quarterback now's turn to really complete it. But talking about a lot of guys on the field now that were draft picks, and I I really feel great about these three players – stepping on the field, ready to rock and roll, and making contributions week one. I mean, that's that's the confidence I have.
1: All right, E. is tired. He's got to get some sleep. We got to uh, – he's going to need beauty, beauty rest. Up, bro, My man's going out there and playing 18 <laughs> holes in the morning. That's how he's getting ready for day two. Uh, an unbelievable night for the New York Jets. Thanks for tuning in. If you're watching on YouTube, give us a like. If you're listening, subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, we're going to be back here throughout the weekend, and we're going to end actually how this night started. The New York Jets got this evening a wonderful evening underway with the selection of Ahmaud Sauce Gardner out of Cincinnati. And Caroline, talked to him. That's how we're signing off.
2: Here with the number four overall pick for the New York Jets, Ahmad Sauce Gardner. Sauce, how does it feel? It's been a long journey to get to this point. What are the emotions running through your head right now?
8: Man, it feels so unreal. Like, my body, I got the butterflies still, so I don't even know how to you know, adjust to it. You know, it's a blessing though, man. I'm excited to be a New York Jet for sure.
2: During the pre-draft process when you were speaking with Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, did they give you any inclination you were going to go this early at number four?
8: Uh, no, nah, they weren't saying that. You know, they were just expressing how much they like me. You know, how much they like watching me on film and what kind of, how much they like the kind of guy that I am. You know, so it wasn't really any point saying we're going to get you at four.
2: What did they say would be your fit in this team?
8: Uh, you know, just being able to come and, and be a sponge, be able to take information from other people, first of all, and be a, I'm, a, I'm a great person, so they felt that I'd be a great teammate. You know, being able to shut the top guys down, you know, the, that's the kind of defense they play. They like playing a lot of man. You know, so they felt like I was a great fit, a great scheme fit, you know, and I feel that way as well.
2: You've spoken a lot about growing up in Detroit and overcoming that adversity. What got you to this point?
8: Man, like you said, that adversity, that intrinsic motivation, you know, I've been through a lot of my past, you know, but I, I don't forget about it, you know, and that just keeps me going. Uh, just want to always be able to take care of my mom and the fact that I just got drafted to the New York Jets, you know, uh, I'm going to be able to accomplish that.
2: You call yourself the chosen one. Why is that?
8: You know, because I was always at the bottom of the barrel, you know, since Little League, I ain't have anything. Well, Little League, I was cool. High school, I was at the bottom of the depth chart. Got through again, in the fire, made the most of the opportunity. College, bottom of the depth chart, in the fire, made the most out of the opportunity. And throughout that whole time, I just kept a strong relationship with God, you know, and I feel like it just paid off.
2: What would you tell young sauce who just fell in love with the game of football and just wanted to play football about the journey you've been on so far?
8: Man, it was a long journey, a long, tough, bumpy journey, bumpy road, you know, but I just stayed focused and stayed dedicated, and this was the result. And
2: what are you most excited about probably playing with the New York Jets, or what's, what are you most looking forward to? Well,
8: yeah, getting to New York, being able to meet my teammates, my future brothers, you know, and just being able to show them the type of guy I am and what I can bring to the team.
2: Congratulations. We can't wait to see you in the green
0: and white.
8: Appreciate it. I can't wait either.